This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today, we give you the floor on our, on our open topic show. It's easy for me to say, but we've got some ideas or suggestions for the season change as well. I know it's 90 degrees outside, but it's coming. It's the paint uh, Is the paint starting to peel outside your home? When's the last time you caulked the windows? Is this a good time of year to clean and do maintenance on your yard equipment? Almost. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore of Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is in today. Today we give you the floor on an open topic show. So any question you've got today, we'll take a shot at it. But we've got some ideas also and suggestions for the season change as well. I know you're thinking, okay, it's like 90 degrees outside. We're not exactly on the season change thing yet. But you've got to think about it now. There's a lot of reasons. Is the paint starting to peel outside your home? Uh, when's the last time you caulked the windows? It's a good time of year to uh, clean and maintenance your yard equipment. Almost. We're not quite there yet because you're still using it at the moment. But, you know, within within a couple of months, you're going to have to do that. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you guys doing this morning? Man, I'm doing wonderful. Honored to be here. You're doing wonderful. Hey, uh, Jonas. Jonas, this guy. There you go. What do you do? Hey, he he didn't do anything. Say you're wonderful again. Oh, wonderful. Oh, there you go. There he is. Okay. Oh, you had my mic off. Oh, yeah. Thanks. He just doesn't like you. There we go. So, uh, what are you guys up to lately, Dell? What do you got going on? Right now, I have uh, finished uh, one, and I'm going to start another one today. we got a pl- house to plumb. You're um, plumbing a house? Well, a lady wants uh, all her old pipes uh, discontinued and new pipes. So, uh, so, so, but you're hiring a plumber to do this? Well, we have some uh, ground men that's going to go under the house. You know, I'll be doing a lot of pointing and aiming, but, you know, okay. I'm technically a plumber's son, so okay. I know how to lay some pipe. Oh, all right. Perfect. Perfect. How about you, Jeff? What do you got? Oh, we've, uh, you know, the same same thing. Uh, several bathroom remodels, a couple kitchen remodels. Uh, we will uh, demo a house. Hopefully oh, wow. next week start building a new one. So, so I got a question for you. Uh, that's that's a good question. If you're doing bathrooms, so what's what's hot right now? Are people still doing granite? Or are they using what soapstone? What are, what are they using? You uh, know, everybody lo- everybody loves granite. Uh, my yes. personal belief, I, I think quartz is a better product. Really? Um, Why is I, that? I do well. Granite uh, granite's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the granite comes with no warranty. Uh-huh. Um, Why is that? Well, because it's a rock. You, what you pay for? God made it, right? And um, God's that? not going to warrant it, right? So I'm not saying it's a bad product. It right. is a good product. I think a it's a little bit overrated. Really? Uh, I think there's better products out there. Uh-huh. Uh, granite's a little porous. Yes, uh, quartz is a is a natural and a man made. Uh, product resins put together to make the quartz. Uh-huh. Uh, it's non-porous. It does come with a warranty. Uh, it's a little more expensive, uh, in my Quart- opinion. Quartz is a little more expensive. Sure. Yeah, okay. absolutely. But it does come with a warranty. Yeah. So okay, everyone. Uh, you said you were talking about bathroom. Let's go to kitchen here real quick. Has there 
will there ever be a surface that you can actually put a hot pan on? Um, yeah, metal. Metal. Yeah. Okay. All I right. Mean, that's ha- why. That's why they use it in restaurants. You know, I, I've. Everybody wants to know. Oh, I got a new quartz countertop, that. or I got a new, I right. got a new granite countertop. I can take a hot pan and put it right on top. You know, you can brand it, Jason. I'm 55. I'll be 55 at the end of this month. Uh-huh. I've never in 55 years wanted to take a hot pot and put it on my countertop. <laughs> they have pots. That's just something I don't want to do. <clears throat> right. I mean, and Dale, you're right. They they have things for that. Yes, yeah, so, decorative so, things too. I don't know why yeah. that seems to be uh, a, a, a uh, thing for people, but they want uh, they want us test that um, plastic to see will it melt. You know, I, yeah, I wish alike. I had a dollar for every time I can I put a hot pot on it. No, okay. <laughs> or can you leave a cup of water on some wood? It's going to make that stain. Yeah. You know, no, you, you have to have that. your um your mats for those things. The number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. It is your show this morning. It's open topic. So any question that you have, uh, go ahead and send it in. Oh, you can send it to uh, our email also. Fixit101 at mpbonline.org. So, so Dell, I was going to ask... have you, it's been a while, and uh, I know you guys do a lot of contracting, and a lot of the the higher end, too, but when's the last time one of you guys changed a doorknob? I do it all the time. For real? Yeah, even the small uh, door sweeps, the door thrashes, the simplest of things. Really? I was just uh, asking because, you know, uh, you guys are remodeling and putting roofs on and tearing down houses and putting up, you know, big things, I, you know. That goes with guys, it, too. Have you guys turned a screw in a while? You know? Oh yeah, I was oh, just yeah. curious, uh, Jeff. Well, of Jeff is not going to answer that. Of course I have. <laughs> okay, that's my story. <laughs> right, right. Okay, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. Now, Jeff, you found an article online, and uh, what's that article called? Well, it's six maintenance problems that you didn't even know you had. I love those kind of yeah. articles, man. Yeah, me too. I had no idea. That, okay. <laughs> right. All right. So tell us, what is the first thing? What's the maintenance thing I didn't know I had? The well, first one. Well, are you aware that your washing machine has a, a scent filter that needs to be cleaned? No. I mean, what, what is that? I've got a filter. Right. Now. Oh, wait, this is for the washing machine? This is for the washing machine. And it can be in three different locations uh-huh. behind a removable panel. At the base of the machine, uh-huh. inside the washing drum near the top, mm-hmm. or at the hot and cold uh, inlet hoses. And this is an actual filter. Yeah, from what I'm reading right now, it is an actual filter. And this is a scent filter? So yes. Is it, it is oh, more like an, an air filter, yeah, of some sort. Okay. Jeff's reading it like he doesn't believe it. No, so, well, yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to go and look for those uh, filters. Right. Yeah, it's showing me a picture of it right here, uh-huh. and uh looks fairly simple. Okay. On this particular machine, it's just a door right. uh, on the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I bet it's like your filter for your... Um, for your water, like water filter uh, on a yeah on like a, a on a refrigerator. Okay, all right. Hmm. I didn't even know they had what one. What would it cause if you don't change that? Well, stinky clothes. Stinky. Let's Ooh. see. Right. What, okay. what could it cost you? It could. Uh, oh, it can make your washing machine vibrate oh if it's goodness. not clean. Okay. Uh, could cost you seventy-five to one hundred and fifty dollars per hour to call the professional guy. Right. Oh my goodness. We know that guy. Yeah, we do. Okay. All right, let's go to uh, Buddy and Picayunes on the line. What do you got going on today, Buddy? I've got some questions concerning PEX tube. Okay. Uh, the hot water line, I can find pressure ratings on it, but what is the high temperature on PEX line? Uh, the high temperature on PEX line? Yeah, for Let's my see. hot water line. I like to run my heater at 150. Will it handle that? Ooh, 150 is awful hot. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know it is. What, what, are you boiling the water? Right. <laughs> uh, no, sir, but it makes for conservation because I turn a lot less hot water on in the shower and compensate with cold. Yeah. It keeps my water heater from running as much. It's saved me. That's a good point. Over the years. Huh. I, I, that's that's interesting. This is the best way to go. Uh, do you have any, um, are, is it just adults in the house? 
Uh, yes, sir. Uh-huh. Okay, because I was going to say, you know, if you got kids in the house, you got to, you know. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, with the kids around, it's a lot lot farther down right. than that. <laughs> okay, so here we go. I just pulled it up. What is the maximum safe PEX tube temperature? And, of course, they're not going to give me. Let's see. The tube can withstand a maximum heat temperature of 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm, that's okay. that's hotter than what you're going to want. Right. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to want that. That's pretty good. Yeah. What is the best type of connecting rings on that? I know there's like three or four different types. Uh, the stopper and then there's those pinch rings. Yeah, they, they yeah. might even have that brass. Um, but the, I know that uh, I've seen the copper. Lower, yeah, in the copper. Uh, I think I've the copper is just copper coming. in the past, but uh, it can be a little difficult to get the seal just right on those things. All of them are the same. It must be uh, lined up correctly and have a smooth surface. Yeah, and don't have your hand kind of ajar, a little slipping, slip grip. Exactly. I would. Uh, I definitely try the uh, the pinch. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Give that a yeah. whirl. All right, I'll give that a try on the coal line first. Right. <laughs> yeah, good idea. They work good. Okay. All right, sir. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Y'all have a great day. Yes, sir. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Jeff, uh, what is our number two thing that we have a problem with that we don't know we have a problem with? Your chimney crown is crying for attention. The crown? Now, which uh, part is that? Well, they're, they're talking the top, the, the, the chimney cap. Oh, yes. Um, now, and what they're saying, and this is going to be for, for a wood, actual wood-burning fireplace and, right. not a, and not a ventless, of course. Right. Um, saying that, um, and this can be a little risky because uh, you're, you're going to have roof. to set a ladder on your roof. To get up there? To get up to the top of the chimney cap to inspect that. So I Now, this is when you call somebody like Dell. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, unless you've got a 32-foot ladder that can reach from the ground uh, up. You know, unless, yeah, unless you're very, very comfortable getting not only on your roof, but on a ladder on top of your roof to, uh, you know, get up there and check that chimney cap. Okay. I, I would say um, in most cases, if you're going to go up to that, um, that height, Make sure you got someone else around too, you know, because anything can one slip. You're out there by yourself, you That's know, trying point. to be a superhero. I've done it, and the ladder or, fell, and I had to wait for the fire department to come. Right, or yeah, you can the lateral fall, and mm-hmm. you're still up on right. the roof, mm-hmm. and there's no good well, way down. Several years ago, a very good friend of mine called me to clean his roof. Oh, wow. Uh, gave him a price. It was a metal roof. Gave him a price. Oh, Jeff, that's too high. I'm going to do it myself. Okay. Well, he fell off. Oh, Slipped man. on that metal. Broke his back. Mm. Oh, just, my God. It was a bad. It was very unfortunate. So mm. please be careful. Okay. And you know, cheapest is not the best now. No. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what home projects would you like to get done as the season starts to change? Or any anything you've got a question about today, we're ready to answer as best we can. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to come to Robert in Mobile in just a moment. We'll be right back. Support for MPB comes from the Pediatric and Congenital Heart Center of Alabama at Children's of Alabama, a cardiovascular care center for children in Birmingham, Alabama. More at childrensal.org slash heart. MPB is getting its very own car tag. But first, we need your help. 
To begin production, we need 300 of you to say yes to the tag. Go to mpbonline.org slash car tag for more information and also to sign up. A portion of the fee goes to help MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. Thanks for your help, and we'll see you on the road. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I'm especially slurry today, guys. I don't know what that is. I can't say words. It's a southern thing. You've been here long enough now. <laughs> what do you mean, been here long enough? I've never left. <laughs> All right. So, uh, got an email from Louis Carl. He says he's got exterior doors, cedar with stain and spar varnish on them. The sun has taken a toll on them. How to prep and restain and coat with spar varnish and oil or water based spar varnish. So, uh, are are you going to use a stripper on this, guys, or are you going to sand it? Yeah, I'm going to sand it. Uh, Dell, stripper you or sand? You know me, I'll use a chemical anytime I can to save time, but it just depends on uh, the time you want to put in it and the results. Um, I think if you got the right uh, sander, the right material yeah. to sand it, it won't take that long. It won't. Sanding is very um, fast, yeah. you know. But but it is uh, just like the uh, a chemical. Neither one of these options are going to be clean. Uh, it's and neither, dirty. Yeah, this is this is this is work. This is dirty work. So, might want to look into that and uh, give yourself some time. But I would sand it. Would you? Well, sometimes it's best to take the door down, but you don't have the time. So, if you're going to leave it hanging, you know, just go ahead and oh, take I take, take the door down. It's only what nine screws from being down anyway. You know? Yeah, or just pour your pins. Yeah, yeah. you can pull, pull the pins. pins. That's a good idea. Yeah. But you got to be prepared to put it back up. And if it's a cedar door, have a have a, a strapping fella there that can help yeah, you hold that thing good, up. That's going to be a strong, arms. big, heavy door if it's a cedar door. But send it down to the wood and give it that treatment. All right, let's go to Robert in Mobile. He's got a leaking register on the AC unit. You with us, Robert? Good morning, guys. Morning. What's going on? Well, I've been battling my AC ducts for a while. I've actually had to replace. Um, piece of my ceiling and stuff where the, the actual insulation is gone. Oh, man. Uh, now, is the uh, ductwork that I have is like a hard square board. Is What would be the best route? Because I, I seem like I, I wrapped it kind of like a temporary fix in this one spot last year. Uh-huh. And it seemed to uh, to solve the problem there, but now I'm I'm plugging holes in the dam. So every time I try to fix one, it starts leaking somewhere else. So are these are are metal are, your, are, are, the, are is the ductwork metal and are they insulated? They are insulated. I I don't think they're metal. I haven't cut the insulation off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know if it was best to. You know, I don't, I don't know what to do with it at this point. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like because if you're getting all that condensation, you've got a humidity issue. What, uh, what's going on, Jeff? Have you? It sounds to me like um, there's no insulation. <clears throat> now your ductwork is probably insulated, but coming off of that ductwork is a boot. The mm-hmm. boot is what goes through your ceiling with the with the register on the ceiling. You know, the side you can yeah. see. Well, it's not just leaking at the register. It's leaking in the attic, you know, five foot from some of the registers as well. You know, like I said, I had to replace a a five-by-five piece of my ceiling. Wait a second, wait a second. Do you have any ventilation in your your, uh, roof? I I don't have a fan, but I I do have vents up there. In other words, uh, it sounds to me... Vents? It's... it's, it's it's getting too much condensation. Right, right. You got to move yeah. some air up there. Yeah, it's a ventilation. Yeah. Now you said you do not have um, power attic vents, but you have a vent. Seven fifty lumens. Right. 
Okay, is yes, that is I, that I it? Louvers on my oh, side wow. of the house. Louver, okay. No, you need some. You okay? That's there's got to be an inlet and an and an exit. Right. You, you can't just have one. Well, it's got three. I, I've got. It's like a uh, my my house is in the shape of an L. Right. Looking from the top, so there's one north, one south, and then one uh, 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 east. All all in the gable. Yes. Okay. Well, see that kind of have something on the roof. Yeah, yeah. You Some need a, You need a. You either need a power attic vent, a whirly bird, or continuous ridge vent to let air in. The gable vents okay. are going to let it out, but the, but it's, it can't get any air in. Uh, Those seven fifties okay. only cover uh, just about that much square footage. Too. Now, yeah, basically, if you've got excess condensation, that just means you have excess humidity, which means the air is not moving. So you're going right, to need, yeah, you're going to need shingled roof. Yes, it is shingled. Okay. A lot lot of ridge line? I've got Yeah, with the L shape. Yeah. Okay. I I would go hands down uh, continuous ridge vent. Well, it's an older house, and and I've only had the problem for the past, you know, two years. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know. You know, I didn't think. I know insulation gets thinner over time, but I didn't think it would just go out, you know. (laughs) Well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's got a shelf life. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like something is wearing out. Yeah. All right, Robert. All right, uh, guys. Go for that ventilation. Yeah, thanks. Uh, all right, let's uh, keep going to uh, Lydia in Lake Caroline. Has got wood exterior of a house is not doing well. What do you mean? Do you see some places rotting away, Lydia? Well, we have cedar posts, and we've only been in our house for 16 months. It's brand new construction. Mm. And we thought that the sealer and stain that they put on our post would last more than one season. <laughs> it but should. I, yeah, no. We're down to, so they're black and streaky, and we're just down to raw wood. And mm. then all, all the rails and all, all the posts, it's like that. And then we've got two sets of doors upstairs that are exterior doors, mm-hmm. and they've got black water stains on them, and we used crud cutter and cleaned them really well mm-hmm. with the pressure washer, and there's no finish left on the doors at all. Mm. So um, we don't know whether we just are just going to have to cut our losses on the doors and sand them down and paint them instead of just kind of having that pretty wood show through because it's not pretty now. And the best thing to do with those cedar, with our cedar rails and posts, because they're obviously going to have to be pressure washed and redone. And I've heard that, I'm sorry, that the spar varnish kind of turns yellow and, I don't know. So we just don't know what the best thing to do is. Well, before these guys jump in, the pros jump in, let me tell you that if you've already got some staining on that wood, that is from water, and you don't know how deep that staining has gone at this point, uh, sanding it may not help you a lot because that 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 darkness may have already seeped down into the wood. So you may have to sand it quite a bit before you get past that stain. What are you guys thinking? Uh, again, I'm I'm using spar varnish, Lydia. That's uh, okay. yeah, that's the best. Uh, other than paint, now if if you want that wood look, and I recommend that. I'm building a couple houses in Caroline right now, actually, and um, uh, we'll work. Do a good job on the exterior wood. <laughs> well, I, I'm building the ones there uh, for homes for our troops, uh, oh, for the for awesome. the for the wounded veterans. Right. But again. I want the I want the good wood look. I'm going to sand them and I'm going to put spar varnish on it. If I've got a little bit of the the black patina coming through, I'm calling that character uh, because I I don't want to paint it. So sand it, clean it real well, sand it, spar varnish it, and then just keep a good coat on it. Um, same thing with the doors on the on the second level. And always be careful before you paint anything to check with your local uh, local neighborhood uh, compact association, association or whatever, yeah. because they may have some rules about what you can and cannot paint. In a case like this, uh, I've seen it happen. Um, the new construction they use the cheaper products, and the sixteen <clears throat> months is not that long, but. 
usually if you don't use a good product, you're going to be treating and doing the process over within every two years, right. you know, unless you really go with a helmet or a spar or something that uh, gives yeah, we you Yeah, we were really disappointed that 16 months, and these were doors that we don't use a lot, mm-hmm. so we weren't up there in and out checking You didn't them. notice it. Mm-mm, and we just didn't notice it. And right. Now, and does the sun face that area? Is your Sorry? house is, does the sun come up on that area? It does. It oh yeah, all day. West. Yeah. So yeah, and we're right on the water. You can save them, but you would have to also continue the process. So you know, just right. find yeah, a technique not, that works and yeah, do it if as it's needed. facing the sun. You're not going to do this just once. One True. Time, right. You know. Oh right. We yeah. just didn't expect it this quickly. Right. But, I understand. Yeah. So now we know. All, all right. right. So far, varnish. Save Thanks. that wood. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. It. Let's go to Relani in Hattiesburg. He's got a question about a hot water pipe. Are you with us, Relani? Relani? How, how are you this morning? We're good. How are you? Yeah, you're sounding good. Thanks for taking Thank my you. call. I have two questions. One, where do you go to get those metal caps for your chimney? That's number one. Mm-hmm. And, and number two, that new, relatively new pipe, uh, that the gentleman was talking about the temperature on PEX. Yes, ma'am. Can you connect that to PVC? Uh, I don't think that's no. recommended at all. PEX no. is usually something that you run from the source to the destination. They do okay, have from, in plumbing from, from from the water meter or from where the meter pipe stops at your house because that's PVC too. You can tie into any part, but. You risk um, that being a break in the seal. You know, yeah, they have yeah. um, a way of doing it. Usually, Plumbers do the okay. PVC will go to a junction, and you come with PEX off of that. Okay, okay. You so can tie where, in. where where the the public well is still on my property, but yeah, from the big, where we shut off the water to the house, mm-hmm. come off of there with the PEX. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, to a distribution point because there's going to be several lines of PEX uh, oh, okay. going to, you know, different sinks, bathtubs, you know, whatever yeah, different things. You have to change everything. I, I don't. I want all of that old iron pipe mm-hmm. from my system. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, a, a mixture now of PVC and the old metal, and we know that it's uh, degrading because you get the brown water sometimes and you get a lot of trash oh, in yeah. your shower. Yeah. You get that pranks that'll fix it right up. Redo the whole system like we're doing. We'll get you a licensed plumber, Realani. Oh, I will. Okay. I will. Now, is is um, this stuff doesn't have any chemicals in it that's going to kill us later like no, I know. I know you said it's new stuff, but it's been around Relatively quite a while. New. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All so. right, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Okay, uh, Jonas, we need to take a break real quick. All right, let's go to uh, Kathleen in Osaka. Uh, I was so worried about you when I saw the flooding, Kathleen. I was oh. because I knew it was where you are. Two feet, dear, in less than twenty-four hours. Wow. wow. Did it? Did it get inside your home? No, but the snakes that it ran up the hill did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you can I, keep those. I actually had a coach whip and a um, king snake apparently fighting. I didn't know there were two. Open the door, and one looked like the Tasmanian devil doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they'd have to do one of those helicopter roof rescues, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no, no, I'm on a hilltop, but there was I, I walk with a cane, so let's face it, they were going to outrun me. Right. Anyway, um, long story short, I got a tip for y'all on the lady or anyone with watermarks, old or new. There is a process that someone who does restoration work Mm -hmm. can lift that out with muriatic acid. It's not for the DYI. It's for someone who knows what they're doing. But for historical or very valuable work, Mm -hmm. they do have that process. And there's one that I used to use when I was in business in New Orleans. And I'm giving this out free because they will give you advice. They're excellent people. Probst. P-R-O-B-S-T, mm-hmm. on magazine. Uh, even if you call them, they have people who they do uh, contract this work to or in-house for upholstery, and they deal with a lot of 
historical and um, very valuable work. Okay. Yeah, that, and, um, and that'll help. And watermarks, typically, if you're talking about walls, the only real way to do that properly uh, for, for like, sheetrock is to take it out and replace. Right. I'm talking yeah. about doors and furniture. Oh, okay. Save uh, that I don't wood. think they'll do that, but they, they are for doors, furniture, mantles, and things like that. Okay, good. All right. Thank you, Kathleen. Yeah, y'all keep my snakes away, and I'll be just fine. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right, uh, buddy, we're going to get to you in just a second. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what home projects would you like to get done as the season starts to change? Or what do you have going on that you need help with? We're here today. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Radio Reading Service is here for you. Our dedicated team of volunteers bring the world of news and entertainment to you. For information and to see if you qualify, call us at 601-432-6301. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick DeShazo for Southern Remedy. Each Wednesday, we answer your calls on health issues of interest to you. They range from medical questions on kids, young adults, baby boomers, and seniors. Whatever you need to know. Join me for Southern Remedy this morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And, and you can hear this show or any previous show on your favorite podcast app. Hear all of the local MP, MPB shows now via podcast. Just go to your favorite uh, podcast app, subscribe to us, and you'll have this show later on today. But you can get all of our previous shows on your favorite podcast app. So uh, this morning, oh, I just got uh, educated by Jeff during the break. The little junction thing that I was talking about with Pex, it's called a manifold. This is why I'm not a plumber. And they also have those on the car, so it's kind of confusing. Right, right, right. And so, and I have worked with Jason. Those. I don't think that's the only reason you're not a plumber. Don't talk to me, man. <laughs> All right, Buddy is back on the line from picking you to uh, to uh, answer a question about the PEX and PVC. What are you thinking, Buddy? Uh, yes, sir. Well, you just basically answered what I was going to say. PEX Oops. makes a manifold that you can come into with either iron or PVC pipe. Uh huh. And then it has multiple ports for your picks, both hot and cold side, and you can basically get as many uh, exit ports on it as you need. Well, Jeff was just talking about how that's really um, handy. Uh, it, well, not just handy, but it's revolutionized plumbing and the fact that you can turn it off uh, right. at the when manifold. The- when PEX first came out, they didn't make the manifolds, and I had built the first couple that I did. Uh-huh. But now they make the manifold as a, as a unit, so you can, and like I said, you can add as many to it as you want. It's expandable. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you very much, buddy. All right. I've so got man, a, instead of a breaker box, you know, i got a manifold. and Right, yeah. Oh, wow. It works out easy. Okay, I've got a question for you guys for an email uh, from Lee, Okay. Uh, and I don't know if you guys have worked with this before or not for this product, but I know you've seen it. Would you please comment on the reliability and cost effectiveness uh, 
of the drop-in type bathroom refit that they have been advertising mm-hmm. on TV lately, recommended or not, uh, you know, something like, you know, I don't want to say a, a brand name, but we know we know the store name of people that will come out and do this for you. What do you guys think of the uh, bathtub tub makers? Yeah, bath refit. Yeah. We'll call the tub it. Kit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? They're cool. You know, I've been involved in one in 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not something we do. I, I really can't comment on it. Um I, because you don't know, or you don't want to no, make something he's a custom builder. No, 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 I don't know. But now, what I do know, it's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it's a good product. Yes, it's revolutionized. Um, I've seen it from the little cheap boards to the stronger uh, acrylics, and you know, it's really nice. With the, it's got the look. And it's pretty durable. You know, I've had no complaints. I know. I've, I had a friend a while back, and, and she bought a house that was built in the 60s, and she had a pink bathroom. Mm. And I'm talking uh, pink all over. The pink, the toilet that was, was pink. popular, though. Yeah. The toilet was pink. All the tile was pink, everything else. And yeah. so she had the... Uh, Retrofitters? Yeah. The, the retrofit folks come in and, and redo it. And it did look nice. But, but see, I, I think this person was talking about the reliability of it. I, I've, uh, yeah, I've unless heard. you're um, real heavy and uh, have active kids, I think it'll be okay for um, you know a typical fit, and it, it gives a good look. It's economy, but sometimes they're very pricey. You probably could get uh, marble and the custom look you want for about the same <laughs> price. I'm telling you, they're very expensive. That's a that's a they that's start a off point. as just a selling tip because you're desperate, you want that mildew. Stained everything gone. Yeah, it's a good point, Dale. So if you, if you, I would think if you are thinking about getting your bathroom refitted, talk to those folks, uh, get get an estimate of some sort, and then talk to a remodeler and see if they might be able to do a new a new tile or and and of course you can if you're just looking for that plastic look, you can get that cheap just about anywhere and uh, you know any mold yeah any mold you like so and change the commode and change the flows and walls and you, you have it versus the six thousand they're going to charge you. it's like six ninety five you know six thousand something oh, okay versus a uh, bathroom eight so all right let's move on back to the phone Tanya's on the line in Spanish Fort Alabama replacing a hot water heater in her attic actually it's just a water heater sorry I always say that hot water heater <laughs> um, so are you with us Tanya I am thank you. So what's going on with your water heater? I have a home. My hot water heater is gas. It is about six years old. Unfortunately, it is in my attic position exactly above my head in the master bedroom. Nice. Mm. Yeah, kind of scary in a way. And it's an 80-gallon hot water. So it has a lot of hot water heater. I live alone. Wait, wait, wait. wait. 80? Did you say 80 or 18? 80, 80, a lot. 8-0. Oh, okay. That's a big... Water heater. Yeah, and, I, and I don't think they make them that large anymore, but I don't need that much hot water heater. I, hot water. No, I slip along. You don't. So I'm thinking about getting one of those tankless that would install outside of my house. But my question is this. The people that are giving me estimates are saying that there's still going to be hot water lines running in my attic, which pretty much defeats the purpose of getting rid of the well, uh, let me let me start there. They can't discontinue it. Well, let me let me ask: Is uh, Jeff? You mentioned actually, both of you guys know this. How much does water weigh per gallon? Seven oh, pounds. Yeah, to ten. Okay. Seven. So, so you're talking about uh, seven times eighty is over your head, hmm. or a tankless water heater with right. just lines. Lines don't weigh that much. Yeah. Um, I. I I don't know. I, I want to say this, but I would go tankless, guys. Yes. Well, yeah. The, you know, there's, there's there's two schools of thought on that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big believer in tankless. I, I, every time I can use a tankless, I do. Now, there's some people that will argue that point that it really doesn't save you that that much money. Um, I disagree. That's just an opinion. But uh, if I had an 80 gallon water heater in my attic. And I had the means to go tankless, then I would definitely go tankless. Yes, uh, that well, pretty much answers it. Because you know you're just waiting on that uh, to burst or something happen over your head. That, that's it's really inevitable. Dangerous. And and you you said it was six years old. Yeah. Okay, it's probably lived close to half its half life or, or or a little more. 
And then if it doesn't have a pan big enough to catch that much. 80 I mean, gallons? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's coming on your head. That's crazy. That that size tank, uh, Tanya, would be good for an eight-person household. I mean, that's, you know, that's a giant tank. Well, I, I live in quite a large house, but my, my main question is this. They are giving me quotes that still leave those hot water lines running in my attic, even though they're saying we're going to install it on my outside wall. Well... Yeah, I mean, you're still going to have you're still going to have hot and cold water running through through your attic to your various devices, kitchen, bathrooms. You know, right? Obviously, the, the you've got to get from the from the water source to the to the fixture. They got to reroute it, right? So, well, yeah, I, I, I agree. Go with the tankless, and don't worry about lines going on around you. No, worry about the hundreds of pounds that are sitting on top but of you. But you can route it a way that you can still have attic space. I mean, you don't just run uh, wires everywhere if it's not. You know, you can discontinue what you're not using and reroute what, what you're going to use. Is that you, already, you already have plumbing in your home, and they mm-hmm. don't want to replumb your home is what they're talking about. They're probably going to use it. All right. Thanks, Tanya. We could sit there and debate that all day, I think. Um, real quick, let's go to Danny and Fulton on a gas water heater. So what's going on with you, Danny? Yes, sir. Is there any way you can put a uh, timer on a gas water heater to keep it from firing up all day? Good question. Uh, I know that a lot of folks do turn them off like when they go away for the week or two or something like that. But yeah. I don't know of anything. I don't see no problem with wiring one up. Just well, I mean, you can buy a a a, a timer that you would uh, plug into or, or between the power source and and the yeah. water heater. But I don't know. If, I don't know if that's the way to go, honestly. Yeah, that's. I think we're. I think we're putting a, a lot of juice coming through that timer. A round peg in a square hole, yeah, there, Dan- Danny. Danny, the thing yeah. is that that's why Jeff. I think that's why Jeff recommends. The tankless heater is so that yeah. it only works right. when you need it to work. It has a timer in it. Well, it's right. it's it's more than that too. It 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 is unlimited hot water. Right. So, on demand too. At demand. At, correct. Also, I got another question. Mm-hmm. I got a brick house, you know, red brick house, and at the base of the outside, about every four or five feet, there's a little tiny quarter inch hole that's been drilled into the yes. outline. Yes. Is that a like a uh, pest, pest inspection hole, or is that a weep hole, or what? That is a weep hole. Uh, code is every 33 inches. Um, they're very important. Don't ever cover them. Yeah. Um, so get your landscaping away from them. And what that weep hole does, you, you have a soffit vent. So air yeah. air is drawn in that soffit. There's a three-and-a-half-inch airspace between your brick and your framing. And right. and that that is just a natural airspace that air can flow in a circle, in through your vent, down the wall, out the weep hole. Water's not going to come out; it air needs to come out. Uh, there's no way of keeping bugs out, though, is there? Um, no, no. But hey, that 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 weep hole is very very important. What about a little piece of screen over it? Hmm. Screen can get clogged. No, no. I, uh, just leave it alone, right? Leave it alone, Danny. I, I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, right. And 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 just just either either do your own exterminating or or hire a good you know bug company. Uh, uh, man, love the show. All right, thanks, thanks a lot. Got a uh, email here from Katrina. I want to paint my 30-year-old kitchen cabinets, which have varnish on them. Can you give me step-by-step instructions, please? Your show is my favorite on MPB. Katrina, I know you write every show and say the same thing. Just kidding. Uh, as far as those cabinets go, <clears throat> I've I've done old cabinets before where I've painted the old cabinets. Mm-hmm. And uh, I use, uh, we sanded them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because, and, and you can... If you if you'll sand them, you don't have to sand them all the way down to the wood. If you'll give it a good sand, and then here is the key, Katrina. Uh, you want to look at this, and and here's even a brand name that you can look for. It's called Kills, K I L L S. Painting over the, the, uh, the primer. All. Primer is so important when painting those cabinets, and here's why. Not only do you have other chemicals over that wood if you don't sand it down all the way to the wood, the kills will cover that. However, in the kitchen especially, 
with grease. all the things, grease, water, everything else that's going to get to these cabinets and you touching it about a thousand times a day, uh, that kills, keeps the wood from getting messed up. So you it definitely uh, definitely pay attention to your primer coat. Uh, that That's my recommendation. Guys? Now, you can uh, go over it if you, you know, if you got a smooth surface, you can use something like a Brillo pad to agitate it. But you got to watch for that grease and, and whatnot. Right. That's why I say you will degrease yeah. it first. In yeah. the kitchen, you're going to paint, you want to degrease it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, if you don't sand it, right. you know, um, sand yeah. it just gives you a better uh, finish. But if you've got a good finish, <clears throat> degrease right. it and uh, get your street coat of uh, primer on there and then go ahead and put your color on. Jeff? It's got to be roughed up. That yeah. that that primer has something to, to, to hang on to. Right, to grab a hold of. Yeah, yeah, lack of better words. Okay. All right, uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what home projects would you like to get done as the seasons start to change? It's an open topic day here on MPB. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Conventions are over. Candidates have been nominated with less than three months to Election Day. We don't know what's going to happen between now and then, but we will be here to help you understand it. Listen every day. Weekdays at 4 on MPB Think Radio. Coming up this season on MPB's At Issue. What should customers be on the hook for? What were the mistakes made? The customers should not be paying for mistakes. That little bit of virus is enough to make you really, really sick and in some cases kill people. All lives do matter, but black lives are the ones that are being systematically gunned down. Join us for At Issue, Mississippi's only statewide TV news program, every Friday at 7.30 p.m., starting September 9th on MPB. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Before we go to Maggie, who is on the road, I wanted to, to mention... Uh, Katrina's email about painting her kitchen cabinets. One of the things I forgot to mention, we did talk about uh, uh, sanding those, putting down a good coat of primer. One of the things I forgot is you've got to decide now whether you're going to take the doors off. Um, And if you do, and if you have self-closing doors, Make sure that you have somebody around that knows how to put those doors back on. Uh, because I've been that guy who took the doors off and said, I got this. The easy shit. Yeah. Hanging, oh, hanging the door back, mm. unless you took exactly the same thing, exactly the same way, is trickier than it sounds. So oh, yes. uh, be careful. Be careful of that. All right. Maggie's on the road and not sure exactly uh, what she needs help with here. But what's going on, Maggie? <laughs> Good morning. Yes, ma'am. And I love MPB. I listen to it all the time whenever I'm traveling. Great. Thank uh, you. Gentlemen, I have a, a, a peculiar thing happening in my house. Mm-hmm. I have two rooms that uh, share a common wall, and on the one small room is where the air conditioning heating unit sits. Mm-hmm. The two vents in the two rooms are in the ceiling. I believe the ceiling is sheetrock, and whatever it is, is has been painted. Right. In both of those two rooms, no, no other rooms in the house, 
I am getting uh, bar up at the vent, mm-hmm. uh, at, at least one end of the vent in my bedroom is turning very dark and peeling the paint off, and it's kind of a gray-looking. Could mm-hmm. that be a mold of some kind, or do you think it's just kind of dirt, maybe? Uh, now, it may be dirty on the other side of that sheetrock. You never know what's behind sheetrock. But I will say, uh, if you have a water, uh, I don't want to say leak, let's say condensation at that point. A moisture. Right. How big is this uh, spot? Would you say Look, six inches? It, it's probably about that, yeah. Okay, it's yeah. pretty good size up there in my bedroom. The other one is smaller, but as I said, the, the, the other room is a much tinier room. But they do, they, and that's where the unit actually sits in a closet in that room. But uh, those two rooms are, are getting this dark surface and paint peeling off uh, of whatever that ceiling's made out of. Thoughts, Jenna? Uh, are these, I'm are, sorry, what? Are these vaulted ceilings? No, they're not. They're flat. Okay. Sounds like we're going to have to have Timmy back on the show pretty soon. Because um, it I got could nothing. be mold building up on those uh, walls. I would have to have a sample. This, yeah, this it sounds like it. Sounds like a little condensation building yeah, okay. up moisture in the walls and starting to spray it. All right, is is one of those towards an outside wall? No. 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 Okay. Nope. All right. Well, that's a hard thing to answer. You know, it's be tracked on the radio we're without gonna have, without looking at it. Yeah, we're going to have to get back to you on that one. Sorry about that. Do do send an email. Fix it one hundred and one at mpbonline dot org. We got a guy that I'll send it to for you. Thanks, Maggie. All right, let's go to Reggie in Birmingham. He wanted a quick question about those wick holes. You you with us, Reggie? Yes, sir. Good morning. Morning. Got to go quick uh, on this one. What's going on? Yes, sir. I had a question. Should I be concerned about those weep holes that generally have some, some uh, cloth or piece of rope hanging out of them if my dog has eaten? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know that it, you you see that in Alabama. You don't see that in Mississippi. The wheat holes with the cloth coming out. The yes, rope. yes. Right. Um, no, it's fine. Um, uh, but double double check that, Reggie, because I, I I'm not licensed in in Alabama. I visited Alabama a couple months ago, and I was I see it. It's around windows. It's coming out of wheat holes. But I think that it is perfectly fine to leave them alone. Yeah. Try to keep your dog away from it, man. They're tasty. Yeah. If you can't, they're probably tasty, right, <laughs> Dell? <laughs> All right. Appreciate it, Reggie. Uh, we have actually run out of time. If you want to send an email, you can send that email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Remember, you can hear this show or any previous show on your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and subscribe to MPB's Fix It 101 today. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams. Thank you for your patience today, sir. Our call screener, Kevin Farrell. For Delmore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech, with Ms. Sherita Brent and Ashley Jeffcoat. And join us next Wednesday at 9. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.